Welcome to Do It For The Gram and Enneagram Podcast with your host, Certified Enneagram Coach Milton Stewart, where we do it for the Enneagram, not Instagram. We make moves to improve our lives and those in our community. I'm pretty excited uh, today. Uh, it's 2023. It's the second day. And um, this episode is, I mean, it's for you, but it's its for me as well. Definitely. If you just saw the title, you was like, what? Unapologetically me in 2023? What? Yeah. So... 2022 was a very interesting year in a lot of different ways, um, and I grew a bunch, no doubt. Um, discovered a bunch, learned, became more clear, gained clarity uh, in different things in my life, deep things, right? Things that I already had an interesting narrative for, but then if you go deeper, it's like, yeah, that 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 topical answer, that surface answer was not the real thing. There's more beneath that. Um, so I was, a, I was able to uncover a lot of that. So this episode is important because going forward in the podcast, you may see me express myself a little bit differently. Uh, last year, I got a lot of feedback. And if you listen to the episodes I did, uh, Unearing the Women in Enneagram Space, uh, I mentioned it quite a bit of times. There are, there are multiple big teachers that I did retreats for. I was a part of the retreat and they all were like, Milton. It's like, one, you got to work on your anger. And, you know, I was like, anger? I don't have a problem with anger. I'm not throwing fits of anger and anything like that. They was like, yeah, but you're not in a healthy relationship with it, so you don't fully show up. And I was like, hold up, wait, what? Uh, you, you don't fully show up. And I was like, oh, shoot, you know? And so I had one comment that it felt like... Uh, <laughs> It felt like I had. It felt like you know somebody say words to you. They don't curse you out or cuss you out, but the words they say to you are so direct. If she's like, "Did I just get cussed out?" Um, and they made a comment that it's like my visual and my audio are off. You know, like they see how I guess um, where I could be or how I could be doing things compared to how I do them or how I say them. And so it's like I'm not bringing my full self. And it has a lot to do with uh, one being a black male. Uh, that's that's a big part of it. Growing up in our society, being a black male, there's just so much, so many layers that I I don't even have time to explain all the layers on this uh, short episode that I'm gonna do. I believe it's gonna be short. Uh, we'll see where it goes. But one of the things is this year, even on the podcast, I am going to unapologetically be more me in 2020-23. So that means that even when I'm sharing, I'm teaching on working, it's going to come out more straightforward. I feel like what well, I know. There's always been a part of me that has really tailored content sometimes to worrying a little bit about what people would think. You know, as a head type, competency is a big thing. So making sure I'm competent in what I do and what I say. So that also when I'm fixated on being competent, I'm not always fixated on making sure that I deliver straight from a download straight to you. Uh, for some of you who understand what I'm saying. So if, if I'm fixated on that, then I'm fixated more with the ego, right? And so I have to be very careful and watch that, right? But also just be present in the moment, you know, uh, because I, I look back and I listen to the content that I pr produced and I did when I did my very first episodes. And that was a big growth for me as well as a seven to keep going. One, when I didn't just get excited and wake up like, oh, a podcast, let me wake up, right? How do I keep going? That's 
for a seven that's big, right? I'm no longer excited about it necessarily like I was when I started. So I'll just stop it. But, you know, I didn't do that. So that's growth for me there. But it's also growth to say, okay, I'm working on this episode and I didn't say everything I wanted to say or didn't come out right all the way and all this type of stuff and then still be able to produce it because I know it's going to be valuable content for someone around the world uh, because we all have a gift that we need to share with the world. And so as I discover that and experience that more, not just to mentally know it, because that's a whole different thing. Uh, that's easy. Uh, knowing something is actually the easy part to a degree. Being is the part that takes work, consistent work. And so that's the part that I'm working on. So in 2023, I will be more consistently sharing who I am, which will which will mean I may say some controversial things to a degree t- for some people, uh, just to be completely honest. And, uh, you know, when you're growing, this is one of the, I think, most important parts of understanding growth is when you grow, a lot of times you are so far extreme in some way of doing something or thinking in some way. And for you to grow that next part, it's like when you're really, I mean, you're really trying, you actually go the total opposite way, which is a little too far that way too, right? And so this year, I'm going to be watching and managing that balance. But there may be some moments this year where I go all the way to the other end. They're like, I don't know, Milton, like you got a good point, but I think you may have went a little far. So we'll work with that. And I I hope that you can have space for me uh, as I go through this journey of growth and then find my way back to the healthy medium uh, of in any different ends of spectrums or the way it just shared something, right? Because sometimes it's not what you're saying, it's how you're saying it, right? And how it's delivered and how it's landing. And, you know, in my mind, I don't think I'll necessarily have a problem with that, but who knows what happened throughout the year, right? Uh, so I'm just I'm just sharing that now because I don't know what is to come, but I know that I am so serious about doing the work, the real work, the inner work, that uh, I'm willing to explore and experiment and try things because I, I'm serious about being liberated and not being trapped in my ego. And I hope you are as well because, you know, w- once you get to a certain point in growth and you realize that the old ways are just taken away from your ability to really experience life to really um, heal, to really deal with stuff, to really move beyond certain things. You know, like the old ways don't work anymore. Like like they'll pacify to a degree, they'll numb to a degree, but they just don't work and you see it. And so when you, fall, you find yourself in that pattern, it's like, here we go again in this pattern. Um, you know, but it's like, okay, how can I apply self-compassion and empathy, but still do that work? But then how can I be disciplined enough so that I can grow and get to another point of consciousness, a deeper consciousness? And so this is that deep work. And so in 2023, I'm telling you, I'm working on being more unapologetically me because one thing that I, you probably, a couple of people, depending on like, especially 2020, oh my goodness, when they were asking me to do certain things, uh, to speak at different places, I was in a really tumultuous, painful place. And I would find myself speaking, especially around topics of DE&I, and I just noticed myself getting angrier and angrier and angrier and angrier. And before you knew it, I was on that thing like, wow, but you know, like I was a little out of control with it though, you know, to a degree, because I had never really worked through and worked with my anger to a degree, right? As a seven, I just kept it like, I kind of tamped it down. Everything's okay. It's fine. And then as a black male being, I guess, um, conditioned not to share my anger because, you know, who knows what society may think? Who knows what they may do? I'm be the angry black man, all this type of stuff. And 
you know what? I don't care anymore. <laughs> I, have, I have so many. I have so many good friends through the Enneagram space. Uh, if you don't have any really good friends in Enneagram space, you need to join a community. I have a couple of them. Reach out to me. But I'm telling you, you're going to find people who vibrate at a wavelength that you vibrate on, and it's going to be amazing, the connections that you make, the growth you can do, the healing that can help you. I'm telling you, it's incredible, y'all. So if you don't have that, please reach out to me or any Enneagram community that's safe, where you feel seen and heard. Please do that because it's, it's so important. I have some of the best people in the world around me uh, in the Enneagram space. I promise you I do. Like, And, and even ones I don't talk to all the time, just ones sometimes I've met a couple of times at like a workshop or a retreat or something. They're like, hey, you can stay at my house. You come through the city, you know, because we actually got to truly see each other for who we truly are deep down, which is one of the most beautiful things. Finding help for your mental and emotional struggles can be challenging. With so many barriers like cost and even feeling safe looking for a counselor can be tricky. So I know it's hard. And you know the worst part? You really don't have the time or mental space to be trying to figure out how to find a counselor when you're having personal struggles. So thanks to BetterHelp, they are built on making counseling accessible, affordable, convenient, so that anyone who's having struggles in their life can actually get the help they need at any time and anywhere which is so important, especially now. All the professionals are licensed, trained, experienced, and accredited. And what I love so much about them is that they have a diverse group of counselors with a broad and various amounts of different backgrounds to help all their different clients. If you need some help, try BetterHelp. You can get a 10% off discount from your first month when you go to betterhelp.com forward slash do it. That's B-E-T-T-E-R. H-E-L-P dot com forward slash D-O-I-T. But nevertheless, going back to what I was saying is that a big part of it is that I had not been in touch with my anger. So I had not explored my anger. And so, you know, I had all of these ego ways of like either distracting or making a joke or just not just not conscious to like the anger or feeling fearful of I shared I'm gonna hurt somebody because that has happened before too to a degree right because you know when you don't work with something when it does come out it come out real strong and it come out it, it can be pretty dangerous to a degree right but when we manage it in a healthy way it's so help it's so helpful and so one of the beautiful things about anger is that it doesn't just hurt people, it actually protects people when it's healthy. And so if we're actually looking at the positive side or not even the positive side, the beneficial sides of all our emotions, when we have healthy relationships to them, they all help us, right? So any one of them that we're avoiding because of the lower side that we've experienced from it, I'm telling you, if you don't have a healthy relationship with it, when you do experience that or when it does come out, it is going to be painful, it could be dangerous, especially around anger. This is why we got to do our deep work into figuring out what emotions specifically are we maybe not dealing with, right? I discovered 2022, in order for me to actually feel sadness, true sadness, I actually have to go through anger. I actually have to go through anger first in order for me to feel true sadness, right? Actually reverse that, actually reverse that. When I'm, when I'm thinking about it, my experience I had, uh, which was a crazy one that I had on a vacation, but I actually have to experience sadness to experience my anger. My bad that I had to flip that real quick because 
When I get sad enough, then I get angry at why things are the way they are or why did certain people or why did I have to experience certain things? And so then I can get to the anger. And then after I experience the anger, there's a there's a, like a, a heal and a release to a degree. And then it gives me ability to move into either action or just be able to be with whatever that is. Yeah. So so that's important to understand. But that's because of the work that I've been doing that I understand that now. Right. Because. I don't get to anger really quickly naturally, right? It's not, it's not a natural thing, but I, I do I, I do reach it, especially uh, if I can get into some deep sadness uh, within my work. And so I'm just, I'm excited uh, for this year. I'm, I'm excited for you in this year. And I hope 2023, you can start working on being unapologetically you and understand that you're not going to be perfect and that you're going to make mistakes and things will happen. Uh, but if you are doing the constant work of being more self-aware and deepening your consciousness and watching what you put in your mind, you will do some amazing things and shift in some ways you've never seen before. And you will have a lot of fear, by the way. I'm just going to let you know that now. If you're growing, if you're really working on growing, you're going to have quite a bit of fear. Uh, people around you are going to shake people up uh, quite a bit to a degree <laughs> um, because they're so used to you being the old you. Or being the the stereotypical same person you, and I'll be honest, like if you're not growing, what you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like we're humans, we're supposed to grow, and so I'll be doing a lot of what Jay Z says in the song. Allow me to reintroduce myself, you know, in a lot of different ways, so that I really share who I am, because that's a that's a big deal for the work that I'm doing as I grow, as I develop, because this journey is something else. When I started this podcast. One thing I didn't want to mention, and I don't know how many people know this, when I first started this podcast, so as you all probably know by this point, if you're listening to me and you've been rocking with me for a while, or especially y'all rocking with me from the beginning, hey, if you've been rocking with me from the beginning, thank you. I'm, I'm immensely grateful. You know, that's rare. There's someone to rock with you, right? Rock with you from the start where things are kind of, the audio is kind of like a little bit wonky at times, right? You know, I was doing the editing and cutting and, you know, I'm not that talented in that area necessarily, but I made it happen to the point where I got like an incredible editor working with it. Uh, shout out to Seth, uh, incredible editor working with uh, the podcast now and different things, right? So just these iterations, this growth through that, so the maturation. So I'm saying all that because um, not only do I want to thank you, but uh, if you understand, listen to me, I am one of these few black people and black men with the Enneagram podcast, right? I might have been the first, I don't know, but that's not that important. The thing is, I'm one of the few out there trying to deliver content where you can understand it and it's not just written by someone who is from a majority class or uh, someone who is from, I guess, a, a dominant or non-marginalized class, right? Because the types fall different when you, t when you actually infuse culture into it, okay? It, they fall very differently, you know? So... That being one of the, the big things that I introduced here. But when I first started the, uh, the podcast, I'm, I'm going to get there, y'all, finally. I'm going to get there. When I first started the podcast, I did not, in my mind, want to unveil or be so black on the podcast. What I mean by that is that I didn't want to get pigeonholed, because this was a fear at the time. I didn't want to get pigeonholed for 
being the black Enneagram podcast to a degree, right? And this was this was like what 2018, something like this, before the world was a little bit more aware of like black and brown issues and everything we got going on, right? There was a part of me that was afraid that I would get pigeonholed and not be able to work with the broader world simply because I'm a black male, right? And I felt it would pigeonhole me, not understanding as I did my work that in actuality, me being a black male, my blackness, you know, my being a man, being a little bit different, unique in this space, it's actually a gift to the world, not just black people. It is definitely a gift to BIPOC communities for sure. Shout out. You know what I'm saying? But it's a gift to the world to be able to have someone to share Enneagram knowledge from a lens that is not the same, right? From a majority standpoint, who sees the world a little bit different does his work, his inner work, and cares a lot about this and a lot about people. And so it took me a while to understand that. So, <laughs> and I'm still working on doing that. So that's why in 2023, I'm being more unapologetically me, because the more that I show up, the more I'm able to truly share, transform, not only myself, but other people around me and listeners like you. So this is where I am constantly growing, and this is also where I encourage you to constantly grow because when you start to show up unapologetically you, and what I mean by that, I don't mean come through being offensive and crazy and saying whatever you want off the top of your dome just because you do. Be careful. The ego can get real tricky when you talk about being unapologetic, right? But what I am saying is how can you share more, more, and more pieces of who you truly are, the essence of who you truly are with those around you and the world? Because no matter what, no matter, I don't care if you introverted, extroverted, a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, whatever, whatever it is, whoever you're around, Whatever you do, the more that you truly show up for who you are, the more gifts you're going to be able to attribute to the world around you. And so this is why you're going to see me share a little bit more of myself. And so you may hear a little bit more anger. You may hear my actual opinion, my real, real actual opinion on certain things, right? Uh, I got a couple episodes coming up that I, I think will be... There are going to be some people wanting to comment, right? Who want to troll a little bit and be like, I can't believe he would say that. I love, okay, sure, whatever. Anyway, I hope you spend that energy doing your inner work so you grow and transform. It's fine to disagree and that's okay. But um, let's, let's not waste too much time like going back and forth over something that doesn't have to do with some like deep, rich meaning of changing our lives and changing this world. That's just how I operate. But I am welcoming that as well because I understand the more I show up, the more uncomfortable some people will be, and that's okay. <laughs> and that's okay. You're right. And I will challenge and the, and the more and the more you grow and the more you learn, you learn to deal with more discomfort. That's a part of it. But you don't deal with crap, right? There are certain things it's like that's pure crap and I ain't dealing with it, right? But there are some things that are like a little bit uncomfortable as you grow and you share more of yourself and as you do your inner work, you can deal with more discomfort and more things that are uncomfortable in life because you do your work. And I'm at a point where I'm doing that, right? So I'm excited. I thank you for listening to this. I don't want to take it too much longer, uh, but you'll be hearing a lot more of me reintroduce myself. Milton Stewart, uh, black male, born to a single mother, well, raised by a single mother. Let me say that. Raised by a single mother <laughs> um, from the Memphis, Tennessee area. I am. I, I love DE&I, diversity, equity, inclusion. I am a Christian. I do follow Christ. I am maybe not the 
quote unquote, typical Christian that people may think of when they think of Christian uh, in some ways. And I know people that may make that may rub people wrong way right there. And I know a lot of people who I love deeply who are not uh, in Christian communities uh, because of church trauma and other things. I totally understand. And I love them and they love me. Right. So I, I, I operate on a, <laughs> a different plane than whatever sometimes baggage people bring in as a person who is trying to follow Christ and love other people. Yeah. So uh, those are some things that I'm truly excited uh, for people to learn more of as, as I grow, as I learn, as I love, as I'm challenged, you know what I'm saying? In a lot of different ways. And I also want to share this too, because as, as we just keep going, like I am, I am not, I mean, I'm not perfect. Please, if you have me on a pedestal, please take me down. <laughs> please take me down. I Don't get me wrong. I know a whole lot about the Enneagram. I work really, I, I do my inner work on a serious level, right? It's, it's an everyday thing for me. And I love uh, helping people develop and change and, and grow into the best that they can be. And I work hard to do it for all my clients and anybody who's in any program that I'm in. Um, I work hard to do my best to help you, you know, feel seen, heard, and um, safe in my communities. Like, I, I'm, I'm so serious about that. But at the same time, uh, I, I'm also human, just like you and everybody else. And so I am human. I am not perfect. And so please don't put me on a pedestal. Just saying, I placed Enneagram practitioners before 2020, wait, before 2018, I had a couple of practitioners, uh, great big name teachers on pedestals. I read their books and I was like, Dean, these pers- these people are dope. Like, man, these people are just ascended to this next level and all this type of stuff. And then I got to see some of them in person and it wasn't what I thought. Uh, <laughs> I still love them. They're great people. They're doing really good work. But I got to see that we're all human. And so please don't put me on a pedestal. I mean, subscribe, watch, join the programs that I have. Uh, be ready to learn. Be ready to get challenged. Uh, but don't, don't, please don't put me on a pedestal because uh, I, I, I'm so far from perfect. I have a lot of work to do. I'm doing a lot of work, inner work. And I hope that's the same for everyone here, right? I, I think it's important for us to, to be human, to really share some of those things in our lives, right? So um, I know there's a lot. <laughs> and I hope you're still rocking with me. As I go forward into 2023, because we're gonna we're gonna dive into some things. We're gonna talk about some good things, and I really I really want to have the focus of doing the work and learning about the enneagram because those are t- those are two totally different things, y'all. The work and learning the enneagram are not the same. Okay, it's the difference between learning. Here's a map of your journey to liberation, to growth, to healing. Right. And the actual work is going along that path that's on that map. Right. And so you're going to encounter things that, you know, the book don't have in it. Right. Because your particular specific set of circumstances in your life, your culture, all those things, they come into play. So I just want to share those things. But I think this is very important for me and for you to hear as a listener of the podcast and as I grow. I, I love this. Uh, thank you for listening to this point. I'm very grateful. And I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. So whatever you do, take some deep breaths. Take that into every single day, some conscious breaths that you do. And remember, if your ego is taking over, take a deep breath and do it for the gram. Make a better choice. Do it for the Enneagram. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Bye.